Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Rob. Stay with us as we talk about church, theology, culture, and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome back to the Babylon Pastor Podcast. How are you doing today? What did I say in the last, last month? I said I was going to call them babblers. What's up, babblers? How you doing? All right. This is a really epic intro. intro. It really was. I'll, I'll, I'll put some like heavy metal behind it uh, in post. Maybe some fire logos happening. Yeah, I like that. Welcome back. I'm Michael. <laughs> and I'm Rob. In case you're here for the first time and you're like, I, I don't want to be here. The first time they've likely already clicked something That's else. Like, oh, okay, yeah. The click-through rate on this is like 0. <laughs> 0.02. So welcome <laughs> for those that still remain. Better thing I could be doing. Hey, nothing else. You could play us in the background as you, you know, do other things. So it would be an honor to um, be your on the way to work waste of time. It would be an honor to be your waste of time. I feel like <laughs> you know? I feel like I should have included that in my marriage vows. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> like baby well, you're so beautiful it's, a, it's an honor that i'm going to be your waste of time for the rest of your life <laughs> i would be honored to ruin your life that's that's wonderful i like that oh uh, yeah man if only i could go back so um this month we are going to be talking <laughs> about sacraments but only the cool ones um and not the others so only the cool ones <laughs> I'm sorry, only only the Protestant nice ones. Nice framework. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think we have any... I don't know. Maybe we do have some people that are Catholic that listen. If you do, sorry, this month is going to be a disappointment to you. We're going to be talking about the sacraments, but we're actually going to only be talking to... So do you want to give a brief kind of backing on what I meant by only the cool ones? <laughs> do you want me to do that? Um, okay, so what I'm going to do first is that... the catholic church we'll we'll say this right away like the catholic church has um seven sacraments okay um baptism confirmation the eucharist or the lord's supper or communion that's the same thing um the sacraments of healing um which consist of penance anointing of the sick um the sacraments of service with holy orders and marriage and so we're not going to talk about all that. Full disclosure, I don't even know half of those were sacraments. That's how, yeah. that's how Protestant I am. So Protestant, yeah. I don't even know yeah. sacraments. Um, con- congratulations. Um, we're, no, so if you're, if you're a Protestant, um, then the sacraments or the the things first of all michael what's a sacrament in the first place oh wow okay so the sacraments i do have notes here so <laughs> the sacrament because if you're like a, a new a newbie an unbeliever or something like that tuning into this you're gonna you're already going what what the heck is the sacrament anyway yeah that's true right? so the sacraments are um i guess from not just from a protestant point of view but from also from a catholic one are certain certain things that we do within the church that have been laid out in scripture that we see that have been done now one of the reasons that um the protestant church only does two sacraments is because 
Jesus only commanded his followers to share in two sacraments. That's again, baptism and communion. Uh, now there's a lot of good, really, I mean, again, we're skipping over it, but I would encourage you to go look at like why Catholics practice seven, because there's certain, I mean, it is interesting history that again, I didn't know before we started, I had to look at it, but it is interesting to see that. But, um, and here's, I'm going to read verbatim here just so I don't mess this up. So the word sacrament comes from the, the Latin word sacramentum, which I'm sure I also got wrong which means oath or solemn vow. And then what we see here, a little history for you, in the 16th century, the Council of Trent defined sacraments as a visible sign of an invisible grace. Um, and that's kind of also why you'll see, you know, the Catholics do different, out of the seven, as Rob mentioned, there's certain ones there that kind of would fit that definition. But I think it's important as we go into this month, the reason we're talking about the two that the Protestant, you know, denominations do is because those are the two that specifically Jesus commanded his followers to do. So, because we're Protestant, because we're Protestant, you know, Re Reformation and all that. <laughs> Big topic in and of itself. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Um. So let's let's do baptism first. Yeah. Yeah. So, um how we how we plan on doing i don't think we've said how we plan on like no. lining it out right so we like you're all in the dark right now yeah and <laughs> if, if you are in the dark pay attention and turn your headlights on okay um the sacrament <laughs> baptism and the, and the lord's supper is what we're going to call them okay or communion i guess um but uh so we're gonna we're gonna just define in the, the first episode, we're just going to define baptism, what it actually is, and the the big um, the big story behind baptism, essentially, right? Um, and then in next week's episode, we're going to talk about some of the like different ways that different churches do it, um, why they do it that way, um, why the difference. Um, and so there, so we're going to deal with some questions about baptism in the next. Um, is it required? Yeah, uh, well, and I think those are important because depend depending on what denomination you've grown up in, like that's going to look different for you. <laughs> because, I mean, some of you were probably baptized as kids. Uh, when you were, it was either dunked or sprinkled. It was either, you know, it was either a salvific thing or it wasn't. Like, these are all very important things, but I think that'll be more next week than today. So if you're looking for that, that'll be kind of where that information will probably be. Yeah. And then we're going to follow the same order for the second half of the month with the Lord's Supper. So, communion. Or, or communion. Right. But we'll, we'll just say the Lord's Supper, Holy Communion. Okay. <laughs> There you go. We'll make this way more complicated than it needs. To. Seems redundant and long-winded, uh, but it'll cover anyway, it. Just you so know. you kind of know how the month's going to go. So yeah, for sure. So what's what is baptism, right? Like um, baptism. What you'll hear from most, uh, and I think you can correct me if you think it's different, but but I think what what you'll hear if you ask most Protestant um, folks. <clears throat> Most Protestant folks are going to say that baptism is an um, is you 
um, declaring that you're a Christian publicly. It's an outward, um, uh, it's an outward thing that you do. It's an outward way to show that publicly that you've chosen to follow Christ. Um, so it's an outward showing of an inward work that has mm -hmm. happened in your life. That's like what you're going to get from most on the, on the Baptist side. We'll talk about that um, next week. But, but, and then I guess the other side of that is it's a covenant thing that we'll also talk about last week. But either way, baptism represents what, Michael? Um, you, you, be, you being put to death and rising with Christ. Uh, what was that verse? I should have had that pulled up. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 our our preparation level is so high right now. Yeah, man. All right, Romans six four. Okay. Uh, we were buried therefore with him, that's Jesus, by yeah. baptism into death. So there's a there's a huge um there's a huge bit of uh, I guess like the the way that we look at it the, that um. Uh, theme that's the word i'm looking for there's a huge theme throughout the new testament the salvation um story that the really through all scripture but that that would take too long to dive into but uh the new testament there's a there's a huge um theme there that there was an old you and now there's a new you once you come to know christ in a, in a saving way and yeah. um, ephesians 2 just read that yeah, right. So there's a new man. You were dead in your trespasses and sins, and um, now, right, you're um, alive. He's raised us mm -hmm. to life. Um, so that's that's the idea, because there's an old you that did not know Christ, and now after him, there's a, a new you. You were born again, as he told Nicodemus, that you must be born again, right? And um, Nicodemus was super confused by that at first, but... Um, as one would be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Right? If you had no, no idea what was being talked about, you would say, yeah, you're an idiot. That's impossible, right? But maybe not if you were talking to Jesus and he just performed the mirror. I think at that That's point, more respectful. Nicodemus's response is probably the best you're going to get. And he's like, so you want, I got to go back in? Because that that's a no-go. That's, yeah. Um, you know, I'm bigger than my mama now, right? Like, I don't know how that's going to, but... Man, that could have yeah. sprung some really weird heresies, digging up parents. And anyway, it's just. <laughs> Woo. All right. Is that in, is that in the Apocrypha? <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so uh, we were we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. So when you um, and the way that I see baptism personally, when you go into the water, right, it's a it's a symbol. It symbolizes you being buried as Christ is buried and your old man is dead and buried, right? The old you. And when you come back up out of the water, um, then uh, the second bit of the verse, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father, we too might walk in newness of life. Mm -hmm. And that really is the point that that's the picture right there. Romans six, four, um, yeah. which is going to be read ideally probably. I mean, I, I think it pretty much every baptism, i've ever been to that's the go-to scripture on that mainly just because of what exactly what paul is saying there to the romans um echoing other things he says as we've already mentioned ephesians 2 this this old life new life recognition which is why again 
I mean, me and Rob would hold to the same idea that this is a representation of that. That is not the thing that does it, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But um, this is representation of the old man is dead. The new man is risen. I had an old life and I now have a new life. And it's that, that, that visible picture for everyone of what that looks like. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in essence, that's what baptism is. It is um, this, it is this picture of our new birth um, of our um, old man being dead and our new man being. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so what are, what's the other view of baptism? Because that's not the only Protestant normal view. No. Yeah, there reason. are. And I, I'm probably going to butcher this a little bit, but I know a lot of my like um, Christian church friends, um, that I have baptism plays a little bit different of a role there in regards to, and there may be other denominations that I'm just, I don't think I'm incorrect in this, but I know it's pretty heavy within the Christian church that, um, Christian church being Christian denomination, Christian church, church of Christ, church also. of Christ. Thank you. Yeah. That, there you go. Um, where baptism actually plays a pretty, uh, a, a role of, of salvation almost in regards to this is what, um, it's not that this is what doesn't necessarily, but this act of doing this is, is what kind of brings you through that, which is why you'll see a lot of um, church of Christ churches do like baptisms, like um, uh, as far as on Sunday mornings, like spontaneous baptisms, that sort of thing. The gospel is presented. There's always a baptistry full or like a cow, <laughs> cow tank. This is kind of a popular thing now because they're cheap. We'll just throw water at them. Then we'll put them at the front of the, you know, the front of wherever you're at. And there'll be spontaneous baptisms, which is if you want to accept the Lord as your Savior today, come up and be baptized. And um, you'll see, you'll, that, that's, it's not only within the Church of Christ that you'll see that. I've seen that in other churches, but it does mean something different. It's the Church of Christ and the Christian Church. Okay. You, you were right. I was just adding to it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, um, but that's what, you'll, that's what you'll typically see. Now, here's the confusing thing. Uh, in that regard, is that oftentimes, if you're coming from outside of that particular stream of thought, that denomination, you won't even know that's what, it's not communicated incredibly well. Okay, so there was, I, I like full disclosure here, I didn't even know that they considered that, like, they saw that in a different way, until I had to look into it. And I was talking to different pastors from different denominations. Like I had been to a uh, Christian church before and they, you know, they talked about it, but they didn't explain like, this is the self, like we see it this way. Um, they, they don't explain that to you till after. <laughs> like there was, if you were saved today and you were baptized today, um, come to our membership class and we'll describe what just happened to you sort of thing. Not like, this is how we view it. Like it was, it was very confusing to me growing up in the stream that we grew up in that like my assumption was like everyone views baptism as this sign of old life, new life, not as a, this is what saves you. This act of doing this thing is what saves you. Uh, which I mean, I'm sure there, if we had somebody on from that denomination, there's a little, there's a little bit more intricacies to that, but as a flyover view, that would be the other view within Protestantism, which is one of them is this is a sign. This is like a visible sign of an invisible thing that's happened in you versus this is, this is part of your sal your salvation process. As in, if you are not baptized, you are not safe sort of situation. Um, yeah. Which I mean, maybe we can get a little bit of that. I don't know if you can do that this episode or next episode, which is like the importance of a Christian being baptized. 
um, it can get, like I said, the, this has been fought over a lot <laughs> throughout yeah. church history. Well, so. and that's, that's why we're going to have a second episode because like mm-hmm. there, and, and we can even dive into the, the, the reasons that the Christian church or the church of Christ um, would hold that view. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not just because, Right. No. Yeah. Uh, they have some back. Yeah. They always yeah. Have theological um, back. And then you you also have the sort of Presbyterian view, which is still Protestant, but they would baptize infants. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's an altogether. It still symbolizes the same thing, but it's an altogether different um, sort of reason in that they're they're being. Um, it's it's a part of covenant theology, which is a bigger picture. But uh, which, yeah, that, that that'll blow your mind too. Yeah, <laughs> so, here, um, let's throw out a bunch of information to you and not give you a lot of answers. <laughs> the the easy way to explain that is um, um, without getting into a bunch of detail, and maybe we can do that next week a little bit. Yeah. But um, but the 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 idea behind that is the the covenant of the old testament was um that the sign of coming into israel of being a part of israel was um as an infant eight days after you were born you were circumcised yeah uh and we're not going to get into that (laughs) but um so baptism in in their view in the new covenant um in christ um is uh, the replacement mm-hmm. for lack of a better way to say it is the replacement for circumcision. Yep. So it's, it brings you into the sort of family of God to be raised and, and whatever else. So, mm-hmm. but, but no matter the view that's held, but um, it, it still symbolizes the same thing. It, it symbolizes the um, what, what Romans six, four says we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Yep. So that's the point. Next <laughs> week, obviously, we'll get into more of the weeds of this, but I think this episode specifically, the what of it, if you're a Christian and you haven't been baptized, this would probably be the, the episode for you more specifically than next, which is kind of working out details within denominations. But um, I think it's one of those things that we... I mean, again, when you talked about wanting to do this, it's because it is sort of confusing for people. There are people that are Christians that have never been back, like they've declared Jesus, but there hasn't been any emphasis, probably depending on what church you go to or what denomination you're a part of, that emphasis is going to vary, but there's not been a huge emphasis on baptism for them. Um, and there are lots of questions on baptism as far as like, do I have to be baptized to be a Christian? And what does that look like? Um, uh, like the importance of it, which is, I think, when we're talking about the what of baptism, when we're talking specifically about the Romans passage that you've read, but also kind of leaning back pretty hard on the things, again, what we talked about at the beginning, that being the reason Protestants do two sacraments is because this is what Jesus has commanded his disciples to do. So specifically on baptism, Matthew 28, 19, Jesus tells his disciples to go out. It's a great commission, right? To baptize in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Uh, which is why Protestants hold baptism as, you know, the sacrament that you do do. <laughs> Jesus tells his disciples, you are to go do this. Um, so to be a believer, the reason we even 
need to talk about baptism is because one, obviously Jesus commanded it of his disciples, but it is this important visible thing um, that can get, and again, that's what we'll talk about in the next episode. You can fight about the details of pretty much anything as we do very well as Christians. <laughs> uh, but um, the important thing is to kind of pull back from the discussion we'll have next week, which is why it's second and talk about, you know, the, what it is and what it is, is this command that Jesus has said, like, this is a sign that you are a believer. You're going forth. He tells his disciples, teach them what I've taught you and baptize them. Um, this is why we do it because as it's one of those things is as you have your journey along with Jesus, as you are transformed, as you believe, right? Not necessarily in the order I just named, but you get the point. Then there is this, this covenant that you make of I, I, this, I want to declare to everyone that I am part of this community. I am part of the family of God. Um, and baptism is a great way to do that. Demonstrating that, um, you have been raised to new life, which is why I know people that have been baptized like twice because they got baptized. They got baptized when, you know, at a camp sometime or when they were a kid and they didn't mean it. They just did it because it's what they were told to do. They were told that, you know, you said this prayer. So now you do this next step. And then they become adults and they go, Oh no, I've, I wasn't ever, I was not saved (laughs) at all then. And I want to, be baptized now within the reality that I live in, that I am actually raised to life um, uh, in Christ. So I've known adults that have done that um, because, you know, when they did it the first time, they just did it because. um, Now, one thing that you mentioned real quick, I don't want to, I know we're not getting into the weeds of the whole Catholicism thing, but you did mention that, you know, they have confirmation as one of the Catholics sacraments. And it's basically the reason I think that us as Protestants don't do confirmation is because confirmation, in case you don't know a whole lot about Catholicism, which I'm not an expert to speak on this, but the articles that I read, Catholics baptize babies when they're little. Confirmation is just this, when they get older, of them saying, no, I still want to do this, (laughs) which is why, like within Protestantism, we would encourage baptism, as I've said, only when you actually believe, right? So the adults that I've mentioned that get baptized later, basically that's confirmation. If you want to like try to line these, all these ideas up, it's, it's you actually saying, I do believe, and I do want to follow still. So just, yeah. And con- confirmation is also a, um, so both the Catholic church and even uh, the Lutheran churches is, is the yeah. same way and, and probably others a little bit, but there's a, um, there's essentially curriculum catechism that mm-hmm. you that you roll through as a youngster, and once you've completed that, then you're confirmed in a ceremony of some sort or whatever. And then after that, you can have your first communion and all of those kinds of things, your first Lord's Supper, Eucharist, um, and so um, that's kind of a yeah. So that's that's kind of the um, the confirmation thing, like you're saying. <clears throat> However, <clears throat> I've met lots of, we'll say, confirmed people that uh, <laughs> it, it would it would be if if they actually did have a new birth, it is the most hidden thing about them (laughs) 
I, I've met those people. <clears throat> so, um, whether uh, Catholic or any denomination of Protestantism, um, baptism, baptism does not actually save anyone. Now, even even the the Christian Church and Church. How how long are we? How long have we been doing this? You know uh, we're we're right about uh, twenty five minutes. Okay, so should we end soon? Yeah, we can. End, yeah, about five minutes. Good. Okay, we're <laughs> gonna get into that next week. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I'm itching to jump in. Okay. Uh, deeper stuff, but I also don't want to like, you know. I would rather I would rather leave you with a cliffhanger. Well, here's the cliffhanger because we can wrap up right now. So baptism, what is it? Well, it is a sacrament that is done in both the Catholic and the Protestant church. The Protestant church specifically um, holds it as one of two because they are what Jesus commands. And we have a lot of differences in what that looks like and or means, uh, even within the Protestant denomination, which is what you're going to hear next week. Cliffhanger. So, so uh, a long, long route about 30 minutes of your time to say, what is baptism? Well, it is the uh, example of being buried with Christ and being risen with Christ. Yes. And, and it is, it is this, it is a super cool thing. Like whenever anybody walks into my office um, or <clears throat> that was a, a funny way to say it. Most of the time that doesn't happen in my office, but when someone requests, um, uh, baptism um, on Sunday morning or something, they catch me and talk to me or talk to somebody. Um, one, one of the things that I tell them is this is, um, this is you as publicly as possible in our church. Um, this is you declaring that you have been born again, that you are um, ready to declare to everyone, I am a Christian. I do believe this. I am walking in newness of life. I'm a new man or a new woman. And God is, um, I was dead in my trespasses and in Christ, in Christ, I've been raised to walk with new life and, uh, in him. And, uh, and one of the things that comes from that is now I'm also telling you because of that claim and you're the church, you get to hold me accountable to that claim, right? Because that's one of the reasons in, in my mind that it's public, but we can talk about all the cobwebs in my mind next week. Hey guys, stay tuned for that. See you next Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>